Welcome to A Clinical Breath, respiratory insights from industry leaders. A Clinical Breath provides the community with the latest respiratory developments, trends, and expertise, all aimed at improving patient outcomes. Today's episode is brought to you by Monahan Medical Corporation. Monahan means it matters. This podcast is for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Opinions are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect those of Monaghan Medical Corporation. Welcome to A Clinical Breath, Respiratory Care Insights from Industry Leaders. Joining us is Dr. Michael Bowman, a pediatric pulmonologist, and we're going to talk today about something that's on everybody's mind, and that is what's the impact of coronavirus on children with asthma. I appreciate being here. That is a major concern, I think, for a lot of our, our population at this point. And I've heard no discussion anywhere of how coronavirus affects patients with asthma. I've seen nothing uh, from China about uh, patients particularly adults with asthma. I think there's been so much focus about coronavirus being sneaky and you don't know when you can catch it from someone, how symptomatic they have to be. But there are clearly symptoms that overlap between asthma that is out of control, viral infections of any kind, and particularly coronavirus, as well as allergies, and we're getting into allergy season. And so I think a lot of people are concerned about what do I do? And I think the main point of view from a pediatric pulmonologist such as myself, who's obviously never cared for someone with coronavirus yet, uh, anyway, it, the message is to keep on doing what you're doing in terms of being scrupulous in your care of your child. That means continuing the medicines just exactly as you're supposed to. Uh, don't drop out the daily medicine if that's part of what's going on. That's no different than you tell your parents and your patients when they get the influenza exactly. the virus. And yes. it's also an irritant. Yes. A lot of youngsters have virus infections as a trigger for their asthma. And the idea is that if kids are under good control, a typical cold should last three to five days, whereas a a child who has asthma, whether it's been recognized or not, if they're not in good control, the cold symptoms may last two weeks. And many uh, caregivers give prednisone and antibiotics in order to get through Mm -hmm. a typical cold. I don't have any way to know if a coronavirus infection makes that even worse. I know that influenza infections um, can certainly trigger uh, the uh, uh, flares of, of asthma. I don't think there's any increased likelihood that a child who has asthma is going to be uh, more susceptible to pneumonia from coronavirus. Now, when should a parent actually seek medical help without being panic-driven, but at some point in time, probably they should consult their physician? Yes, I think that that when symptoms arise, uh, if it is things they're used to from the asthma, they should give the rescue medicine as they usually do, see if it responds. Because very often the symptoms from uh, a virus don't respond to rescue medicine, whereas the bronchospasm, the airway closure... The flare-up that they the, typically that have, they typically not have. precipitated by a virus, yes. The, the rescue medicine helps. 
So I think following those sorts of approaches um, will work, and they shouldn't automatically assume that because a child gets sick right now that it's going to be coronavirus, because there are still many times more garden variety viruses, respiratory viruses out there, including influenza. We can give uh, vaccines for influenza. Hopefully our asthma parents have already done that. But I'm told that if they haven't, they should even now get a flu shot if their youngster hasn't had it. What about there's a subset of asthma patients who are considered high risk? And uh, how would we guide the care for those folks, should they suspect a coronavirus? It's important that um, they continue their their medicines. Mm -hmm. and you that, seem to be uh, coming to back more yes. and more, not to divert from the plan that has been working right. in lieu of this infection. Right. And they shouldn't worry, I don't think, that, that taking the daily uh, controller medicines, even though they are uh, a steroid medication, I don't think there's any suggestion that that is going to make someone more susceptible to uh, uh, spread uh, or worsening of influenza or uh, coronavirus. So in terms of the protection, they should probably follow the same guidelines that we're all following in terms yes. of hand hygiene and limit exposure as long as uh, this pandemic is still among us. Yes. Certain kids have uh, allergy symptoms. And, and it's uh, springtime now, so exactly, we're probably moving right exactly. into Exactly. And so that's a concern as well, that what I've heard from the, from the uh, uh, public health folks on TV, they seem to figure that the key difference for uh, coronavirus infection is fever. And allergies don't bring fever most right, of the time. Right. One of the distinguishing things about influenza compared to other viruses in the winter, um, it's more likely to have a high fever and also sore throat and headache. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I think that, that fever is very definitely something folks should pay attention to. So to minimize the amount of panic and, con and concern on parents, stay the course. Yes. Don't panic, but at the same time, should your child develop a fever, maybe that's time to uh, reach out and contact the physician proactively. Yes, and continually do the uh, hand washing and, and the um, space, spacing. Um, it's really hard to do with siblings, but uh, when, when youngsters are in school, they bring everything home to their siblings, sure, sure. even if their sibling is in daycare. And kids in daycare bring home everything to the other kids. And so um, it may well be that the, the self-quarantine makes for little nests of susceptible folks, but hopefully this minimal spread, spread right, into right. those nests. Well, hopefully this is going to be very informative for our parents who are concerned. And again, thank you very much, Dr. Bowen, for your insights. You've been listening to A Clinical Breath, respiratory insights from industry leaders, brought to you by Monaghan Medical Corporation. Monaghan means it matters. Thanks for listening, and tune in again for more respiratory-related topics.